Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to your favorite afternoon show in the city. Beautiful. Happy to have you along for the ride. No one expected anything from Jake Browning last night, but he delivered, and then some. The line of scrimmage, he delivers a block as Browning goes to his right and finds Jamar Chase for a first down Cincinnati. It says go for it. They just get the play away. Browning, this time Chase makes the catch. Browning rolling out to his right. He can take it and get it. First down and still going. Inside the 40. Out of bounds near the 32. Browning, sideline shot. That's Higgins in a first down. Oh, the beautiful irony of a backup quarterback excelling in a big-time situation after a college football team was left out of the playoff because their starting quarterback can't play. Jake Browning completed all but five passes, threw for 354 yards and a touchdown, and most importantly, got the win for Cincinnati on the road. He is our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code BRANDON. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Play their Pick'em game tonight. More in-season tournament games in the NBA over at underdogfantasy.com or on their mobile app. A rough night for Jags fans. Not only did you lose to the Jake Browning-led Cincinnati Bengals in overtime, but it looks like you might have lost your starting quarterback as well. And at the exact time that he was starting to play some of his best quarterback at the position, I mean, the way he was throwing the ball last night, that was some of the best Trevor Lawrence I've ever seen. In an unfortunate turn of events, his offensive lineman stepped on his ankle, causing T-Law to twist it up. It was pretty ugly. I've watched the highlight a few times today. It looks more cringeworthy every time I see it. And the look on Trevor Lawrence's face in the moment when he slammed his helmet down on the grass, he had that Aaron Rodgers look about him where he just knew that it was something bad that was going to take him out for a while. You saw the, the disappointment and devastation on his face. It looked very, I tore my Achilles, just based on the way that he fell and the reaction that he had. And then when you saw the update after, and they said that it was an ankle injury, ankles is a ankle is a dog whistle for Achilles injury a lot of the time. Now, fortunately, that's not the case. Doug Peterson said that we'll see where he is in a couple of days, uh, but we're not going to put a timetable on when he comes back. What they're saying is that it's a high ankle sprain. Now, in a quick Google search, I am not trying to play doctor on the radio, but the estimated length of recovery for an, for an NFL player with a high ankle sprain is four to six weeks. Uh, we have seen a lot of variants over the years with this injury. Some guys play through it. Some guys miss the entire year. I think a lot of it depends on how bad the injury is and what position you play. I would think it would be easier for Trevor Lawrence to come back with an injury like that, but... That all comes down to pain tolerance and and how bad the high ankle sprain is. I believe there are varying degrees to this, that it's not just, oh, you have a high ankle sprain. It's almost like a headache. Like, you could have a headache that's kind of bad, or you could have a migraine that keeps you in the in bed with all the lights off. That's that. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think with, with ankle injuries, it's, 
the other part of it is what can you push through, what can you play through, and different athletes have different levels of competitive nature in them that will get them out in the field sooner. You know, there are certainly some uh, in across all sports that will suffer an ankle injury, and they might ride it out, give it some extra time, depending on what the situation in their career is, their season, their team season, all of the above. Many factors go into it. You know, though, with a guy like Trevor Lawrence, again, it's it can depend how long it's going to be out, but you know that that's the leader of the team right there. You know he's going to be out there as quick as he gets cleared and is able to run on that ankle again and do what he does best. He'll be back out there. Yeah, and he's going he's gonna to push to be back as soon as possible. But if we go based off of that Google search timeline, four to six weeks, the average being five, that's some high quality in the zone math for you on a Tuesday. There are five weeks left in the regular season. So that would put him back at the start of the playoffs. Now you have to still make the playoffs with C.J. Beathard as your quarterback, which might not be the easiest thing to do. Their remaining schedule is sort of on the easier side, but when you have C.J. Beathard, you have to look at it through a different lens. They have the Browns coming up this week that's in Cleveland with a backup quarterback probably. I highly doubt Trevor Lawrence plays this Sunday. Uh, he probably shouldn't. Like They should leave him out of this. And it's they, they're in Cleveland, one of the tougher defenses in the NFL. And then they're at home against the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best teams in the NFL. Then they go to Tampa. That's a winnable game, really, no matter who your quarterback is, but it's a lot easier if you have Lawrence. And then uh, the Carolina Panthers and Tennessee Titans. So after these two weeks, these should be they should end up losing back-to-back games. And given the fact they just lost to Cincinnati, that would be three straight losses in a division that all of a sudden is really tough. So they're going to be up against the wall here if Trevor Lawrence doesn't come back. I think it would be pretty easy to look at the schedule, where they are, where the teams around them are, and say if he does not play in the next couple of weeks, they're going to miss the playoffs. This is a big injury. It's it's such an interesting division in the AFC South because nobody realistically sees the Colts as a playoff team. I don't think Colts fans see the Colts as a yeah, playoff yeah, team this season yet. Here they are at 7-5. and five. Yet they sit above the Texans who, yeah, they as the years progress, that's a wild card team, 100%. The Colts hold the advantage over them right now. The same thing can be said for the Steelers and the Browns. Talking to my long shot guys last night, and they're all Steelers fans. They said, we're not watching another game until Mike Tomlin is fired. Now, oh they, can be, they can be a bit extreme <laughs> at times, but those are Steelers fans saying that their team that is currently in the five spot, they don't even want to watch. I agree. I don't, uh, they're not the your typical uh, fifth seed in the AFC. So because teams, They would not be voted in by the committee. We no, can, definitely, we definitely not. Say that. Because teams like the Bengals, the Bills, the Chargers – are all out of the picture. It's opening up the whole uh, a gap for these teams to sneak in the AFC South. We could end up with a possibility where yes, the Jaguars lose the division, are an eight loss team, and still have the seven spot in the AFC. So hopefully, I don't want to see them lose the spot because of Trevor Lawrence's I don't, injury. I mean, no one wants to. No one wants to see anyone lose anything because their starting quarterback is out. That sounded like a very specific reference. I, I'm just saying in general. I would have said it a year ago too. Yesterday, no one wants to see that. The craziest part of this whole thing is the amount of injuries that we're seeing at the quarterback position. The NFL has never in their history tried harder to not get quarterbacks hurt, to keep quarterbacks upright and healthy as they have at this very moment in time. That is their number one initiative is keep these quarterbacks on the field 
so that we're we're not burdened with the Jake Brownings, even though he played great in primetime. You want Joe Burrow out there. The following injuries have occurred this season. Joe Burrow, wrist, out for the year. Kirk Cousins, Achilles, out for the year. Daniel Jones, knee, out for the year. Kenny Pickett, ankle injury. He just got surgery. No idea when he's coming back. Anthony Richardson, shoulder, out for the year. Aaron Rodgers, Achilles, out for the year. Don't care what he tells you. Deshaun Watson, shoulder, out for the year. And Kyler Murray missed most of the year with a knee injury. He didn't get hurt this year, but still, that was part of the quarterback injury uh, quandary that we're in. I have a theory as to why we're seeing more quarterback injuries now than in years past. Because like Jim Culver brought up the, brought up uh, penalties and stuff and, and bad officiating. He goes, do you feel like it's worse this year than in other years? I don't know how to quantify that. Uh, I feel like we have this sort of conversation every year. This, I actually feel, if you were to go back over the last couple of seasons, quarterback injuries right now are worse than they have been in years past. You might be onto a million dollar idea with whatever the next sentence that comes out of your mouth is. If oh, you okay. have the, the, I don't know the if I have an idea. I have well, I have three <laughs> reasons. I don't think that these these aren't so much. Well, one of them is correctable. Three theories as to why we're seeing more injuries at the quarterback position. One is age. Quarterbacks are playing later into their careers, later into their thirties, into their forties than we've ever seen before. Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins are two of the names that are on this list, 35 and 40 years old. So that think that that plays a factor. The more age you have in your league, the more injuries you're going to have. Just ask anybody who's in their mid-30s who tries to get up too fast. You know, it's not fun. Number two would be the explosion of running quarterbacks in the NFL. Look at some of the other guys that are on this list. Daniel Jones. Anthony Richardson, Deshaun Watson, these guys run around. The more you escape the pocket, the more you become a running back. And what do we say about running backs? They get hurt all the time. Well, if you're a quarterback who runs, you're essentially a running back. And number three, and this is one that is just eye test. I think we are seeing some all-time bad offensive line play in the NFL right now, and quarterbacks are just taking a beating in the pocket. So between age, running quarterbacks, and some atrocious line play, I think that's the reason we're seeing more injuries. And if you look at all the injuries that we have, you can attribute all of their injuries to one of those three things, age, running, or really bad O-lines. Yeah, well, I mean, and it, you, you do have a point. With, with rushing quarterbacks, you absolutely put yourself out there on the line and in more risk. And that is the risk you take if you scramble and are a, a religiously scrambling quarterback. Um so yeah, of course that's a that's a take, and then with the offensive line, it, it is definitely an eye test thing, one hundred percent. I'd say. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are if there are more sacks this season than ever before, but anytime a quarterback gets hit, most likely because the offensive one of the offensive linemen did something wrong. I would say most sacks in the NFL can be attributed to that. So you're on to you are on to something there. But to compare it to previous years, I don't know if I can definitively get behind anything else other than there are more rushing quarterbacks now than what there have been in the past. Yeah, but but if, if you look at their injuries, yeah. not all these guys are getting hurt running uh, running around. Aaron Rodgers stepped uh, stepped back in the pocket. Yeah, Trevor no. Lawrence stepped back in the pocket. Yeah. Um, I I mean, even Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is a running quarterback. He got hurt. 
dropping back in the pocket. Right. That's the, that's the weird thing about this is that I've got these reasons. Battle line play, and the Giants have a bad offensive line, but it wasn't the O-line that got him injured, at least not on that play. Maybe it was like a ticking time bomb because he took so many sacks leading up to that. You never know why the non-contact, why non-contact injuries happen. I, I usually think there is somewhat of a lead-up to that, whether it's training, the, the beating that you take. Um, yeah, it can be the way that you plant your feet, but sometimes we see guys go down and go, you do that all the time, yet now you're out for the season because you dropped back in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, injuries are one of those things in sports that you just can't really avoid. You never will be able to. Some players are luckier than others. Some people condition themselves to be uh, more sustainable than others, And but at the end of the day, it's a wear and tear type of game. So the further you get into the season, definitely the more recovery that's needed. And sometimes you don't get that uh, that recovery that that you need on a short week in the NFL to turn around after a Sunday game and play on Thursday. And that that, that stuff does add up. And at the end of the day, these are 250, 300-pound men slamming into each other. Yeah, it's gonna we have happen. a lot of three hundred pound quarterbacks, but well, that's the you know <laughs> a lot of injuries are done by three hundred pound men. I'd I'd say without having the stacked the stats and facts uh, in front I'm, of me, I'm sure Trevor Lawrence would agree when Walker Little stepping on his ankle uh, that could not have felt good. We've got more to get to. Hang with us right here on In the Zone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.